This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council On Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC On Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org .nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Kia ora koutou, to another episode of Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council on Air. So my name is Renisha and I've been joined by Dima today who is going to introduce herself later. Um, but we wanted to jump on and say a very happy new year from our end. Um, we are really, really excited for this new year. We have lots of new hopes, um, not just into and for Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council, but for our individual personal lives as well. Um, and we hope to bring that personal experiences onto Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council as we go through um, the year and hopefully implement better projects and better events for um, our ethnic communities around Dunedin. Um, so this episode is based on a little bit of reflection of how 2021 went, as well as how, um, you know, we have learned one or two less lessons from this and how um, potentially we'll be putting that into action as a reflection and potentially as a motivation for um, the current year, which is 2022. Um, so without further ado, can I introduce the lovely Dima Olshek? And Dima, do you want to just briefly talk about who you are, what do you do? Because you're a pretty awesome person, so go for it. Sure, thank you so much for the intro, um, Renisha, and I'm glad to be here. Um, my name is Dima Alshik. I'm from Iraq and I am currently living in Dunedin. I am a student in the University of Otago studying dentistry and I am also happy to end 2021 and yeah that's that's me. (laughs) Sounds pretty simple but I think the the um, whole sentence I'm happy to end 2021 is like (laughs) everyone's yeah. team right now um I'm pretty sure everyone is in New Zealand yeah yeah um walk us through a little bit of how your 2021 went and how did you find um you know the whole year with two new um COVID variants and how it affected you um and what's one or two things you've learned we'll, we'll break the questions down as we go further yeah. but how did how was your 2021 uh, well, the, the start of 2021, I think it was okay. Um, I think it was before the second lockdown, is it? And I was good. I was enthusiastic to start my my third year of uni. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second year of uni was basically theory more than clinical, so I didn't mind being in a lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. Like It was just okay to start on a theory-based year, but the second year, which is my third year in yeah. dentistry, was more clinical-based, and I was so scared that we're going to have a second lockdown, and it happened. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I think we missed only two weeks of clinic, which is okay. Yeah, compared to other years, I think fifth year and fourth year have it worse, yeah. even though it's two weeks, but it's much more workload within these two weeks. Whereas yeah. for us, maybe like you know three clinics per week is what we missed 
yep. like versus what other people have missed is like probably more than five. Yeah. Um, so we just went on a lockdown and I went usually to my, I, I lived in a college this year, so I didn't want to spend my lockdown in a college. So yep. I went to my friend's house or flatmates yep. and there and like everyone we didn't like the lockdown so far like my flatmates are great but I just didn't like staying (laughs) at home and yeah and then went back home again and then after that the clinics started and it was good it was it was fine that's basically what most of the theme for 2021 for everyone I think everyone missed something in these two weeks or for Auckland would have been more of course and I know people in my year like dentistry um fifth years are in Auckland they are redoing their clinic things now and I would hate to do that to be honest because if they if you do it before Christmas before New Year that means you don't really get a holiday and they're gonna be employed next year so you just don't get a holiday so that was my 2021 most of the time was locked down but other than that it's good I've been involved in some of uni clubs like Shakti Youth and (laughs) also what else I've been trying so much stuff like skateboard and skating and all of that it was cool yeah walk us through your skateboard experience because we did see a couple of instagram posts you know maybe you're trying to not fall and then over time becoming a pro at it (laughs) i am not a pro i am a beginner still um i i want to believe that i am i'm I'm a pro but i'm not i keep going and like pretend that I'm a pro in front of people and I keep falling down and it's so embarrassing and my parents keep saying you should wear a helmet and I'm like like imagine how embarrassing it would be to wear a helmet with a skateboard like no (laughs) no I would rather I would rather die on a skateboard than wear a helmet so I pass on this message to other listeners and wear your helmets if you're new to skateboard if you're new yeah but if you're really too embarrassed then you shouldn't it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) fine. I keep falling down and having like little bruises but it's fine I yeah, it's fine. Um, it's just one of these things that I wanted to try and lock down, and I think it was okay. Like it was just keeping me up. Yeah, because you know, in lockdown, you lose your routine. Um, and most many, many people had their day flipped, and I didn't want to have that. You know, yeah. you wake up at night, and you, and it's just like night. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is closed, and everything is, you know. So yeah, it's good to try something in lockdown, something new. Yeah. So let us just briefly recap so you know you didn't miss much of your clinics which you are you're look you're quite happy about um to be you know able to continue while you know there are some other students within your faculty who probably won't be having the same experience and will be potentially working so you do feel yeah. and then also you have you said that you have tried skateboarding and um we have seen you try to navigate your way around that space which has been pretty awesome to see um and like you said yes you've been involved with not just one but multiple clubs as well um doing your bit for the community as well um so with being part of clubs what's one of one thing or two things that you have learned um about you know engaging with other people engaging with community especially with like COVID being key um I think in uni clubs were like 
part of every student kind of you can yeah. join that any anytime you want um I was part of Shakti and but at the same time I wanted I usually just do like some sports in between or just join like social clubs um yeah. I was part of the refugee club but it wasn't an actual club it was more like a very new um yeah. formed uh, club and we didn't have lots of refugees at the moment uh, because of lockdown again um, there's not many refugees arriving to New Zealand and so we just had the people who we have um, in Dunedin which I think a lot um, but we couldn't do any activities or anything because of fundings and lots of issues um, and I've I've learned so far like if you want to be part of a club um, then please don't do it just for the CV. Like, just don't do it because you want to have your name on a club. Uh, it, it really, it's bad for you and your look and your reputation in general <laughs> because your teamwork will hate you. But at the same time, the team people will hate you. But at the same time, it's also bad look for the club itself. Uh, when, when you join a club, you want to see a team. You don't want to see people you know being selfish or they don't want to do specific things because making excuses um I'm pretty sure many clubs would have so much potential if they had good team members that they they are passionate about the club itself but I think many many people in Otago do it just for the CV and I I don't like that I learned this this year and I was part of Shakti Youth and I saw how the team works and I was like oh this is what a healthy teamwork look like it's nice <laughs> so it's just it's so nice to do it because you you want to do it not because you want to put it on your CV because at the end of the day you can add anything you want on your CV anytime you can do any experience anytime you don't have to do it for a full year yeah. um yeah. So yeah, that's what I learned so far. How about you, Renisha? What did you learn? I learned a couple of lessons. I learned how to be, um, I guess this one is what I always talk about is um, how engaging with your community, you know, is quite important, especially for people um, who are in the space of advocacy. Sometimes when we are on our advocacy journey, to some point we become quite individual um, representative of ourselves and sometimes you know we represent what we think our community wants um, mm. but as an advocate as a person who is meant to represent voices multiple voices on a table um, it is always humbling and a good experience to just sit back with a couple of members from your um, community that you want to potentially represent and say is this okay am I on the right path is this what the um, you know what the community wants so just making sure that um, in your advocacy journey, whatever you advocate for is representative of the people. Of course, your um, personal experience counts, how you feel counts. But if you are raising a collective voice and not necessarily just of your own, that is very, very important. And this is what I've learned this year is to reflect back and engage with your community before you take something forward. Um, so that's, I guess, one of my lessons I've learned in the space of advocacy 
in work, I've just learned how to be a, um, a, you know, how to take care of a responsibility that I've given, you know, a lot of it came with believing in myself um, and understanding that I can do it. You know, the work that I work in is quite um, service specific towards ethnic um women you know and I thought that I don't if I don't have a degree I necessarily can't um do any input towards them and I still don't have a degree but I've been able to do a couple of um stuff that I could see have already been impacting the lives um of our young people from the community as well as some of our women so just um even though not knowing how to navigate a space, just being confident in your shoe. I mean, knowing that there's a reason why you've been hired, I think, um, has been a humbling experience. I think when I started my role in January with Shakti, I was like, okay, now we have a job, but what do we do? Yeah. 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 But as we went through, you know, I have been humbled by my supervisor who sit with me and say, go, they go like, you need to focus on this while you're great at that. If this is your weakness, you kind of need to navigate your way around the space. So it has been really, really um, a good challenge, you know, to stand up against yourself at times um, because you need to be talking about other stuff that you don't necessarily believe in. So also mm. have put yourself in a personal space as well as professional spaces has been quite interesting to play out in my role mm. in Shakti. Um, and that's another thing that I've learned. Um, not always you need to sort of like be talking about yourself, but what, um, what needs to be done. And it's not every day we go into the office and say, we're going to do youth advocacy. Sometimes it's just admin work. Sometimes it's just mm. emails. Um, one step at a time but you know and you have that vision that ultimately you will be um, you know doing something good for those people who are being marginalized so um, yeah you know slow changes over time is what I've learned about as well so a couple of things I think I've highlighted there a little bit about my personal um, and this year has been definitely one of a reflection, like you said, you know, lockdown, unfortunately for me was a little bit longer because after yeah. being locked down in Dunedin, I came to Auckland and then yeah. Auckland went into um, lockdown. So yeah. it's been, um, it's been a roller coaster, you know, studying from home and then also working. Oh, so challenging. How is this even going? I, I, <laughs> me, I, because I have like a clinical kind of degree it's so hard but I would imagine would be like 10 times harder for people who are doing it theory or something like more clinical lectures based so hard yeah I I always fall behind and I (laughs) have I always try like oh this lockdown will be different I'll wake up eight o'clock and do this and this and then and you just know, never had lockdown and I'm waking up at 12 or 1 <laughs> I'm already missing like three four lectures so yeah, yeah. it's really challenging I'm pretty sure it's everyone's like this and I feel so you know sad and and I feel like the, the lockdown in Auckland was pretty harsh this year and I would imagine students would be really really affected yeah, especially when you're with a brown household who don't know how to shut up while you're doing some. Oh, like, yeah, I remember. Okay, let me tell you my first lockdown experience. <laughs> I went back home and I was like, you know, family time. It wasn't a family time. It was basically me going back and staying with my family because my family thought it was a holiday. 
throughout lockdown as a holiday and my mom kept doing these nice dishes and my dad was like you never sit up sit down with us and I was in my room studying and they're like oh did you come to Auckland just to study I'm like and I didn't end up having the great year like in uni because I was just like keep feeling guilty that I'm not sitting with my family especially for people who study um you know in a different city I just feel like I should sit with my family more or I should spend more time with my brothers and also my brothers were in lockdown at the same time and they were having school but they weren't studying so I was like maybe I shouldn't too and it wasn't it wasn't good at all so that was like my experience with first lockdown and second lockdown I was like I'm not going back <laughs> especially in Auckland like it's I'm, I knew it's gonna be longer so I was like I'm not going back yeah I kind of don't blame our parents though they they go through like a, a rough time of just sending us away from themselves you know for years and then suddenly when they hear about a lockdown they go like oh holiday time holiday time <laughs> Oh. yeah yeah I was actually studying I was trying to study yesterday um so I had like a assignment due and it was like you know 4,000 words something something I started at you know 11 a.m because that's what I do <laughs> I can't do assignments wow. <laughs> Mm. and I finished at 11 p.m right and in this meantime my dad had to come like multiple times what are you doing what are you he knows what I'm doing <laughs> yeah I remember that in high school my my parents used to come to my room like really late like one or two at night and like what are you doing <laughs> studying <laughs> what else would I do um but yeah yeah I understand Okay, we have just about over six, seven minutes for this show. Um, yeah, I want to ask you two important questions. Um, one will be, I guess, I don't believe much in resolutions. So I'm not going to ask you about resolutions. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll be healthy forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, my first question is... Um, What's one reflection you're taking from 2021 into 2022? So honestly, this is my goal for every year is just to be better self. Like I try to be better self, not only academically and like I try my harder. Like that's what I say. And um, I try to be good academically at the same time as personally. Mm. And I try to also... At the moment, I'm trying to know my religion a little bit more. I am a little bit behind with my religion studying. I'm, I'm yeah. Muslim and I grew up in a Muslim family and I always, you know, grew up in a Muslim society. But at the same time, I wasn't, I didn't study a lot. I just followed. And um, now I think it's time. Most people in their 20s, they try to figure out why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And it's it's so nice when you practice something, for example, I'm just saying for when you pray and then you realize it's you know scientifically proven to be good for you or whatever. And it's you just like know that you're coming better. Um I'm not saying that if you don't pray, you're not good, but I'm just saying like in general, it's good that you have some kind of reasoning behind what you're doing not everything that you do should have a reason but I'm saying most of the stuff that you do in your everyday life should have a little bit of reasoning behind it Mm -hmm. and I think this is what my goal for every year 
um, I think this year as well, or next year, it's going to be a very challenging academic year. This is what I've heard so far from my senior colleagues. And I'm trying to be prepared mentally for that in this holiday. Yeah. Um, it's just like two or three months. But at the same time, I really want to be prepared for what's coming up. And if you don't have the foundation, or like I know that we've built up the foundation so far, but you need to revise that foundation. So I'm trying to just collect my notes and make sure that I'm prepared mentally and academically for that stage. Mm. How about you? Tell me about yours. <laughs> me? I have some ideas. <laughs> you have some ideas for me? Maybe I will have some ideas. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, for me, I think you you've summed it up quite well you know I like I said I'm not a big fan of resolutions because those got out of the window in Feb early Feb <laughs> just yeah. because it's it's sometimes unrealistic things that people um you know sort of like make their resolution but that's fine if that's you then you do you um but before, before me personally like you've said you know getting up each morning and knowing what your why is quite important to me um yeah. I don't want to go on about a day where I reflect back and say, oh, I didn't really do much today, which is okay. That sometimes you need the, you need those days, but if that you know those days become like weeks and months, yeah, then then that's a problem for me. Um, mm-hmm. So making sure when I get up every morning, especially because um, this probably will be um, my final year of university, so I want to ensure. Ah. <laughs> not fun with the essays <laughs> I want to ensure that I'm doing my best um, and getting that best grade out of um, university as well as you know at work I've been trusted with a couple of projects um, and I want to deliver accordingly so getting up and wearing my best shoe even those even though I have days where I don't potentially feel well um, it's quite good but also I'm making space for my mental health and again quite closely relating to you my religion is a huge part of my um daily to daily life you know um I am um, and a lot of it comes from practicing it on like a daily basis of what you would get up and do what are like things you should be doing on a daily basis um so I want to connect with that a little bit more because I think those definitely make life easier for me um because I've tried doing them a couple of times um you know, in 2021, it's been quite reflective of how um, how amazing the effects are. So personally, for me, um, it will be getting up in the morning, you know, connecting with myself, wearing my best shoe on and going to work, going to university, um, and then having me time at the end of the day, because that's when I'm going to prioritize me and then take care mm-hmm. of my mental health, take care of myself, um, and prepare myself for the next day. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that was <laughs> that was like something big. I think I'm taking it a day at a time um, over here. And I think that's what sort of lockdown has taught me is do one yep. statement one day at a time. Um, and I'm humbled because before lockdown, I used to have big aspirations and big resolutions. And yeah. I don't think really... it never works. You end up feeling so disappointed. Like you're like, oh, I set up all of these goals and it didn't work. And yeah. uh, I I just I just think what you're doing is better is doing it step by step so yeah. good yeah yeah okay so I think that's about our show um do you have any final thoughts for our um Dunedin multi-ethnic council listeners maybe uh, I just I just want to wish everyone a happy new year and a happy holiday if you're not celebrating <laughs> and 
and uh, please take care of yourself, even if we have a third lockdown. <laughs> hopefully not. But I'm saying, like, hopefully it will be a better year, 2022. And um, yeah, I just like that number two. It's going to be a lot of twos in 2022. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited for that. And hopefully, yeah, just take care of yourself, take care of your loved one, your families, your friends. And yeah, happy new year. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in today. Um, we'll, we'll see you sometime soon. Um, take care. Bye. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council on Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC on Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.